0: Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. We make these videos to help everyone to understand information that's going around the net, and also just to talk about things that we think would be helpful for people when they're trying to do a ketogenic lifestyle. So what do we have today?
1: Okay, so today we're going to answer Marta's Marta Iris questions. I have tried keto, but I got a headache so bad that I couldn't stand it. How can I avoid this? Because I would like to try again. Second, please talk about women that is older. I'm not menopause yet, but I'm 53 years of age. Is it good for women my age? I do intermittent fasting and I watch my carbs, but I have not made to keep it yet. So she basically cannot stay uh, on keto. Okay. So, so first thing, bad ethics. Well, actually, the, I would. the first thing I would go to is intermittent
0: fasting has been around for a long time. And actually I heard about intermittent fasting before I heard about keto. So I guess it just tells you like, it's a bit more popular, I would say. And it's a bit more accepted as an idea because fasting, first of all, is religious wise. There's a lot of religions that fast and like for for medical appointments, we often need to fast. Fasting is not a strange idea, but here's the thing. Fasting, when you're doing the standard American diet is really difficult. I actually look at these as two separate things. So this is, this is Violet having now gotten to the point where I have fasted for medical reasons, like the doctor wants to take a blood test or something and you can't eat while I was doing the standard Canadian diet. And I have fasted doing a ketogenic lifestyle. So the first thing that I would say to Martha is, can we put down fasting for a second and focus on keto? Only because when you pick it up later, it's going to be so much easier because honestly, fasting, doing a kid's lifestyle almost doesn't feel like you're fasting. Whereas when I did it for medical reasons back then, oh, wow, like it's so much harder. So that's the first thing I would say is I would I would tackle that first. You're going to make your life easier. And I I think you would agree with me. Fasting since you've been keto is easier than for any medical anytime you've ever yeah, had to sure, not eat.
1: Sure. Right. Do you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, 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 totally. But like, I'm kind of wondering now, like, are the edicts caused by maybe her starving herself, trying to fast on the, on the stand, like still having carbs like in her system or are these like carbs withdrawal for, from trying keto then like... Well, I it, think it's, it's two. Again, it's I, I'm R2. treating it like two different yeah. things
0: because I feel like it's two different ideas that she's putting in into so, this.
1: So, so you didn't, re- you wouldn't actually recommend, or we wouldn't recommend fasting at the beginning of switching to the keto lifestyle, no. basically. Yeah. Right. Unless,
0: unless you're really good at it. So, okay, so there's there's a caveat. If you are really good at mm. fasting, so so there are some people because they fast regularly. So now I'm talking about. And actually, my chiropractor falls into one of these people. Okay. He's a standard Canadian diet and yet he fasts intermittently. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And I will say, as he has said over and over, how hard it is. So he has a hard time okay, with it, okay. but he still does it. So here's the thing, is that if you're already fasting, so Martha, you, you need, to, I'm asking you now to evaluate your situation. If you're already fasting and you're used to the difficulty that you engage while you fast, then what I would suggest to you would be to fast for whatever is the longest period of time that you can fast so what is your longest period do you do you fast for 24 hours is can you do that can you fast for 48 hours i would put myself to fast for the longest if can you fast for 18 hours i mean i don't know what your longest period is i'm saying do whatever your longest period is but then when you resume eating do not resume eating carbs so resume If you're doing a 48 hour fast, I'm going to say this out loud. You should be resuming, starting with some kind of bone broth or something easy for your stomach to to manage, followed by increasingly more dense foods, right? Like let's not shock our system and put ourselves in a a refeed syndrome situation. So I'm assuming that if you're already intermittent fasting, you're doing these safety precautions. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm saying, but I'm going to say it out loud for everyone else who's watching this. If you've never fasted before, of course, you should be doing this with some kind of supervision. I'm saying that out loud. I'm not a doctor. I'm not suggesting that people do this. I'm saying this is what I would do. If I was already used to intermittent fasting, I would do my longest period that I possibly could. And then when I resumed eating, I would keep the carbs under 20 grams. Why? Fasting is one of the fastest ways to get into ketosis, right? Your body has no choice but to go for the fat that's on you to keep you alive. That's Mm -hmm. what it's going to do, right? It's normal. It's part of our evolution. That's how come we survived as long as we have. Mm-hmm. So that's the angle that I would do there is I would focus my attention on. So if you can manage it, do the longest fast that you know you can manage easily. So like without making yourself go crazy. Mm-hmm. And then when I resume eating, keep those carbs low. Yeah. The second thing, now we're going to go to the headaches.
1: So. Can I a yeah, sure, Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah but basically like also if. I think it would be more important to switch over to keto than like focus on the fasting. Basically, just eat when you're hungry. Like if you can, if you can like uh, extend the periods between meals. She's not going to be able to. She's still like, doing
0: standard American diet. Like I'm not even. This is why I'm saying like if you're going to go no, the no. keto yeah. route, I wouldn't yeah. even look at extending anything. I would just focus my attention on eating my three meals a day. I would allow myself
1: that. Yeah. But, low carb. Yeah, but she wanted to try keto again. So that's what I'm
0: saying. If you were going to do keto, so it depends Mm. on the route you're going to do, because this is where I'm giving the two options. If you're doing, if you're good at fasting, even though you're not doing keto, if you're good at it, I would do that fast. And then when I resume, I would jump right into keto Mm. 20 grams or less. And I would just go forward like that. However, if you find the fasting difficult and you're going to do the keto route, then I would do three meals a day. I would start there three meals a day really low carb. So for my day, I have to be under 20 grams, but I would start with three meals a day because it's going to be satisfying in terms of eating and not feeling like I'm miss, like missing anything. But also I will know for sure I will make it between my meals and I won't need a snack. So talking about what you're saying, that whole idea of don't, don't raise those insulin if you don't need to right? by that's the whole idea of eat only when you're hungry. Right. But allowing myself again, it's getting into ketosis that's the most hard mm-hmm. is the hardest part and the most important part. Yeah. Right. And so I do feel like if if you can align yourself with this idea that I'm gonna plan those three meals so that I know that my grams are under 20. So that means having a yeah. scale, weighing the food, knowing how much I can have of everything that I'm choosing, keeping it under 20. Dr. Westman has made it very clear, most people. If you keep your your grams of carbs under 20, you will get into ketosis. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to be one of those few people that doesn't, by keeping your grams at 20 or less, you're going to see it. It's going to be very obvious to you. Okay, I didn't get in. Go down to 15. Hmm. Right? It's, but if you're, you can only know that if you're measuring.
1: Yeah. Right? So... But keep, the same about the keep, keep, keep your life. I mean, like, keep your life. If, if, because you're talking about three meals a day, we don't know the information. If she, if she already is at three meals a day, if she, if she already skipped break, skip breakfast, then like keep skipping breakfast. No. Do you want to force my, my her as, to. My assumption
0: is that if you are not doing keto, chances that you're probably yeah, ha- struggling there. Right. And, and you know what, at the end of the day, I'll just be, I'll be very transparent. So when I started doing a ketogenic lifestyle, before that, I was doing a standard Canadian diet, which is some, the same as a standard American diet. Mm-hmm. And I was doing two meals a day. Mm. And when I started, I did three meals keto. Oh, okay. Why? Because first of all, that was the instruction I got. So mm-hmm. I, I followed instructions. But the thing that was interesting is that it did allow me, because I was having three meals a day, it did allow me to know with certainty I was going to make it, right? Because even though I was having two meals a day. It doesn't mean that I wasn't having snacks between, right? Because I was doing a standard Canadian Mm -hmm, diet. mm -hmm. By opening that range a little bit, but having three meals, I knew I was gonna make it because I was eating three things and I'm still eating three things. It's just that the the timing was a little different. Mm -hmm. It kind of gave a bit of comfort to me to know Mm -hmm. that I'm gonna make it. You know, obviously because you've tried this before, Mm -hmm. there's a possibility that it won't take you long to get back to two if you're already at two. Mm okay right' it's, 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 it's not that I'm saying you have to stay there, I'm saying start there, mm-hmm. see how you feel. The most important part of this is the planning mm-hmm. knowing what I'm gonna eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper, so knowing what carbs are in the so that I can be Perhaps, sure yeah. that in my total day I'm under twenty
1: okay. is the most important part of that
0: okay. now That's there was another point the <laughs>
1: sorry <laughs> let's, let's let's talk about the the, the headaches, headaches yeah, yeah the headaches like if if like uh oh yeah, maybe probably like uh, withdrawal symptoms or for sure yeah it could be
0: yeah i also oh, so here's the thing there's so many elements that come into play when you're talking about a ketogenic lifestyle so you're talking about the withdrawal that that's that sugar withdrawal right the the dopamine hit that we get the endorphin rush that we get when we eat carby things And we all engaged that over the course of our life because we didn't know that that's what was happening. So, yes, that's part of it. I've since learned that your salt intake is very important in that. So Mm. here's the interesting thing. I feel like the chasing of sugar that we have when we eat a ketogenic lifestyle and we've pulled out that. And so that, that kind of like, yes, there's a part of that. You get this physiological reaction and then you have you know the the headaches the sweats mm-hmm. the the shakes the all those classic symptoms of a drug addict mm-hmm. those are for me for sure signs of, of withdrawal mm-hmm. right but then there's also this element of salt and how salt can help us somehow and i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know chemically why this happens if you increase your salt it minimizes these symptoms okay. now Part of me wonders if it's because carbohydrates Mm. hold water. And so when you don't eat them, you're losing salt. So maybe is that part of what causes the addictive
1: reaction? I don't know. Yeah, but you don't like, I think it's. Worth it to to make clear that you don't necessarily increase your salt because when you switch to a a standard American diet, standard Canadian diet to a ketogenic lifestyle, you actually drop all the salt that's in yeah. the processed food. That's true. So so all all people like going to their doctors and like uh, telling them, "I'll oh, keep your salt low." Basically, if you go on a keto lifestyle, you 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 actually eliminate a bunch of the salt that's in the processed food. So you need to replace that salt. Yeah, mm-hmm. with better salt but like um oh, so that's an
0: interesting point because i wasn't thinking about that mm. that's true because uh, for example if i think about myself like how many processed foods was i eating yeah just was, because i hate it was to cook so it's like a lot of my food was processed yeah, yeah. so of course yeah that's true like there's a lot of salt that that we stop eating mm-hmm. just naturally stop eating and then when we're in this situation we have to replace it yeah. so you're right so it's not even like i'm doing a high salt it's just i'm going back to the amount of salt so so again so this okay. comes to that question mm. mark There's part of it that's the withdrawal because sugar does engage the the dopamine system. It does engage the endorphin system. But then you also have that by not eating processed foods, I've dropped dramatically my Mm -hmm. salt. And so So I'm going to say something now. Every single cell in our body engages the sodium potassium pump, Mm -hmm. right? It's what helps... The chemical reactions to happen and right so there, there's that that balance that has to happen between sodium and potassium if i don't have enough sodium am i going to feel horrible absolutely mm-hmm. you're going to have no energy you're going so all of the symptoms that you again this is kind of why it's hard for me to say for sure it's only withdrawal after re, like getting information from doctors and realizing yeah there's also the sodium potassium situation you need a certain mm-hmm. amount of sodium in your system to survive and 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 function correctly so it's that, right? There's yeah. there's that other element that's happening, right? Oh. So thank you for reminding me about that because mm-hmm. I had actually forgotten about that piece of the puzzle.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, did she- uh, yeah, other element in that uh, in that comment that I do find very interesting, like uh, people that are older. Is it? I don't is it feel like, that old. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about <laughs> no. you. I'm talking about Martha. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Martha's like, fifty-three. Saying, but... She's saying she's fifty-three.
0: I'm not that far behind you, Martha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah <laughs> so.
1: But, okay. but it's probably even better for older people because, like, we move less. We don't do as much. Like, probably keto is, a, is better suited for older people than teens even or young adults because, like, but young adults, it depends. So, but but basically, is, is keto better for a certain age group or not? Or So, here's the thing. Yeah.
0: And, and this is, okay. We come into the world in ketosis. Mm. Babies. Come into the world in ketosis right and breast milk at it's the really very fat. beginning is mostly fat so you know like <laughs> yes. I, I can do that you can so at the very beginning like our, our our life is about ketosis and then of course we start introducing other things and of course even the breast milk does become more carby why because we're trying to grow the child right mm. if you think about it it starts off more ketogenic the breast milk and then it becomes more carby mm-hmm. you're trying to grow a child quickly what's the best way you give it some carbs right so this is this is mother nature being super smart and understanding carbohydrates here's the thing i could even take that forward into the kid's life right you want your kid to grow you want your kid to be strong and tall and whatever does it make sense to limit carbs probably not necessary kids run around and move so much that they're gonna use that energy yeah The question is, how far forward into their future do we have to do it? And the truth is, we don't even have to do it. Mm. Our body makes carbohydrates. So here's what I find cool. When you look back at our ancestry and we look at the fruits and vegetables that were available back a thousand years ago, they didn't look like the fruits and vegetables we have today. There's a lot of genetic engineering that's gone into an apple looking the way it looks today, like a watermelon looking the way it looks today, a banana looking the way it looks today. So when we look at it from that perspective, would our kids have been eating the amount of sugar that they're eating today, even if they were running around eating, picking berries and eat?
1: Hmm.
0: Not at all, right? Like not at all. No,
1: no, yeah.
0: It would have been a completely different situation. But would they even have been eating those things as soon as they have teeth? they would have been eating what mom and dad were eating, which was whatever animal we took down, nose to tail, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? They had been eating the same thing, raw. But but this is the truth, right? They would have been (laughs) eating. Maybe a little campfire, (laughs) I guess. I don't know when we started using fire to cook things, but I hope it was early. But you know know what I mean? Like the truth is, is that, we we would not have been having that much sugar. So do I think it's safe for kids to do even from a very young age? Personally, I think As it's safe. As a matter safe.
1: of fact, like if you look back, your daughter, my son, they they didn't like sugar at no. all. Like when they were two, three years old. Like yeah. I had like a piece of birthday cake where my son was like taking off all the icing. And she focusing. didn't eat hers. So, so, no, no, but seriously, yeah. she
0: didn't even eat hers. Like my, my daughter's first oh. piece of her own birthday cake. So, so yeah. she didn't eat any cake. Mm-hmm. Her first piece, I think she was like five years old. Mm-hmm. Like the first time she actually tasted Mm -hmm. it and said, "Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna eat some." Like before that, I bought a cake for other people.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. I would. um, So it's just reality. Like Mm. she was always more vegetable oriented. She was always more like non-tasting sweet foods oriented. Right. Mm. Like now, part of it is because I, I did have a rule. Like until four years old. She was not allowed to have any candy, like quote unquote candy, no soda, no candy till four mm. years old. So that was a rule that I had, but she didn't like fruit. Mm-hmm. She didn't like, like, it, it, like to get her to eat any fruit was a struggle, but put a vegetable in front of her. She was happy. Mm. Um, salad in front of her. She was happy again, like my little niece and she, and that rule did not, like, my sister did not have the rule of no candy for my little niece. Okay. And even today at eight years old, she still loves vegetables. like like i said if you give her cucumber she's happy Hmm. so i think all of our kids when we actually pay attention do you remember the first time you put something sweet in your kid's mouth because i remember my daughter's reaction she actually she actually did that like she had a physical like backup reaction to the sugar that i put in her mouth and that was and i never did it again like Hmm. like that was I, i can't remember what it was i think some ice cream maybe or something and i was like you know what if you want it you're gonna come get it from me i'm not doing that to you again but and it was years before she started eating those things. Even after I lifted this, she can't have any mm. after like like I said, she was five years old. The first time she tasted cake, like willingly.
1: Mm.
0: And at her birthday, I I was letting her if she wanted I would have given it to her on her birthday. And she mm. still didn't not interested.
1: Yeah. So that being said, is it good bad for let's say our our age group? I of course. Like it's, you know, here's
0: the thing, doctors it's probably the I, I cut you up, sorry. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Doctors have mentioned that our bodies actually function better
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we fuel it with fat yeah like we actually function better our brains are sharp like we're more able to be concentrated and be on on focused on tasks um we are more efficient in the use of the food so the food we eat is produced into chemical energy which is what our body needs mm-hmm. more efficiently when we eat fat for fuel versus carbs for fuel yeah. and even they said okay this is an interesting one that i i've learned recently is that like people who are having metabolic issues so for example if you happen to have a failing heart in those last few days that you're alive your heart is actually using ketones Mm -hmm. to keep itself from shutting down okay like and the same thing they found with people who have like alzheimer's and etc when when you look at it, if you are able to get them to have ketones, so when you give MCT oil, et cetera, and like they function better, like their brain actually kind of kicks back on and allows them to function mm-hmm. a bit. So, you know, even though we can't re- re- um, we can't undo the damage, mm. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. I wish we could once you're in an Alzheimer's situation, like, but at least we can stave off yeah. further damage by like, helping them have ketones. So we're actually more efficient. Yeah, totally.
1: So no problem, whether you're 53, 60,
0: 65, I think it's probably better. It's actually not even that it's no problem. It's encouraged. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, totally. (laughs) From everything that I'm reading, it's encouraged. mm. And what can we say even to young adults that, like, want to, or are considering it? Like, uh, I probably would say, like, don't wait to be in a problematic situation (laughs) before changing your lifestyle. Absolutely. That's the thing, because the, the 20s, the 30s, like, early 30s, like... I know I wasn't like paying much attention to what I was eating, and it got me like to consider it at forty-five. So, so if so, I knew at thirty,
0: if I could maybe be, can I be the example? My knees started hurting me. I was in my twenties,
1: hmm.
0: right? Okay. My cousin. Her knees like were giving out on her. She was teenager. Yeah. I remember her first surgery. I think she was still a teenager. And mm. her first surgery on her knees. So like, no, I, I honestly believe, I mean, again, Caribbean, right? Rice, mm. rice, 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 and more rice. Like, yeah. that's what we eat. So do I feel like, yeah, we put ourselves in a situation doing like eating that way? Of course. Mm. If I would have known at 20 that taking carbohydrates out of my life would have led to me feeling the way mm. I feel today, consider. And it's yeah. when I think about this. I'm so happy. I consider that I feel better today than I did when I was Mm -hmm, 26, right? I can run up the stairs. I can run down the stairs. You wouldn't think that that'd be a thing, right? I couldn't run down the stairs because what I learned after doing it sometimes is that my knees would give out. Mm -hmm. I would fall down the stairs, running down, which you think is easier. Mm -hmm. My knees would give out. So I had to stop running down the stairs. Mm -hmm. So stairs, I had to walk all the time just to make sure that I didn't end up killing myself in the yeah. stairwell, so it's it's just weird, eh? Like I don't I know you didn't have many joint issues, so you don't you can't really relate to this. But I I'm, I'm sure all the people out there with joint
1: issues can relate to what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, like can, Canadian fries, fries, fries. That was all I was eating. But like I didn't but, have but any joint issue, but have, like yeah. a weight problem eventually. That's for sure. And and and, honestly, and relatively early on in my as soon as I stopped like going to to school like university where I was doing a lot of sport uh my first job like in the first two years i gained how many how many pounds like uh was oh because horrible. you weren't moving around yeah i was yeah not moving around as much uh like new job you want to be like you want to be performing a job so so you make longer hours so no yeah I mean, gained a lot of weight actually
0: yeah, I mean, obviously I gained weight too, but I feel like that wasn't the thing that bothered I, I still say this mm. till this day. If my hip had not started bothering me, I would still be eating the same way. Mm. I would not have made any investigation of like how to get, because yeah. my weight wasn't bothering me. Like I'll be, I'm being very transparent. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm more interested in being able to do things than looking a certain way. Like my mm. whole life was around activities. I mean, like even when you met me, if you think about it, like it was always like, I want to do this. I want to do, let's go do this. Like mm. that's how I, that's how my mind works. Like I like to do stuff. I like to make memories with my mm-hmm. kids, you know, like, yeah. so it's like when we, when we're out doing something, like, I feel good. Like, I feel like, okay, that was a good day. Like, she's going to look back and remember that and be like, yeah, my mom took me there. My mom did that with me or, you know, so I didn't care what size I was. I'd be, I'm, re- I'm very, very transparent. I didn't care. I yeah. really didn't care. I, I was all about doing things. Yeah. And as long as my body was going to let me do something, I was going to do it so
1: don't wait until something bad happened to your no, health before God, you do That's like, because it's yeah. the same for me like uh like what what like i i saw you go like with your keto lifestyle i was looking at my my pressure probably like pre-diabetic too so yeah. so yeah metabolic syndrome so yeah so, but like if you're yeah okay. 30, if you're in your 30s and you're watching this make the switch now <laughs> we'll make well, a change now like try that, to okay, eliminate I, like I, carbs I think it's and a good sugar. point
0: that you're making there is that it should be about being healthy So it's an excellent point. Like we, we we try to eat fruit because we're being told it's healthy, even though like, you know, so we, we do things because we're told it's healthy that are hurting us. When there are things that we actually could be doing that are healthy, that will help us to live a much like healthier, stronger, like our bodies function better. And so, yeah, we (laughs) should be focusing our attention on doing the thing that's going to help us to go into our future feeling really good. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's amazing to me, like I have zero interest in working out, but then as I've gotten to this state and feel like, okay, maybe I could work out mm-hmm. something that's on the, I mean, I do it sometimes. I'm not going to say I'm perfect at doing it every single, um, it's funny when I'm in a good routine, I'm in a good routine. Right? Mm-hmm. So like, and then if I get out of routine, I'm out of routine, but it's at least something that's in my mind. And like, I keep going back to it and I keep doing it and I'm talking, actually working out with weights, which mm-hmm. is not a, an enjoyable thing for me. But at the same time, when I do it, I feel good. And that's the thing. You live a keto lifestyle, you feel good. And then you start doing other things and you wait, wait, this feels good. And it mm-hmm. kind of encourages you to go back and do it some more because yeah. you just feel good after you've done it. Yeah. So do I need, you're right. Do we need to be sick to, to do what's going to help us to feel good? No, not we don't. Right. No. Do we, like, yeah. it's just a matter of understanding that I would have more energy if mm-hmm. I slept more. I should sleep more. I'd have more energy if I eat better. I should eat better.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right? So do I think 53 is too old? No, No. I don't think there's any age limit on eating properly. And this is proper. At least that's the other part too. It's like, I understand if you're trying to feed a large number of people, That you need to be efficient in what Mm. you're feeding. So then grains becomes like a really efficient way to keep everybody alive. And I've said this in other videos. Mm. It's like, it's a really efficient way of keeping everybody alive. Is it the best way to keep everybody healthy? Mm. Right? So the government's focus is keeping everybody alive. And I understand that. I would love them to level up and focus on keeping everybody healthy. Mm -hmm. Are they in a position to do that right now? Maybe not. Mm. Will they be in the position to do that at some point? I hope so. Right? I hope that we get to that part, Yeah. but 53 is not too old. No, no, no. It isn't about the age. It's about either setting yourself up. So I'm going to do keto this way and be like very, in, in our experience, that headache that you're talking about for most people. So all the people that I've talked to through this process, two days maximum. I've never seen it last more than two days. Have you heard of anybody where it lasted more than two days? No. So, oh, so you, it's, it's like, a yeah. it's a it's a serious headache. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. When it hit me, whew, mine only lasted a day, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. But it but it, when it hit me, whoa! Mm-hmm. And the, let's put this in context. I'm a person that grew up with migraines. In my especially in my teen years, that lasted days with an S. Mm-hmm. The spots, the lights have to be in a dark room. Like I grew up with that, and this headache was serious it reminded me yeah, of those yeah. days. Okay. So okay. it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that it's not a, a big headache. It's a headache. If you happen to get the level that I got, mm. some people I've also talked through this and they had nothing, no headache mm. at all. Again, what I've learned salt. Yeah. Salt is huge. I was not, Oh, so, I wasn't resalting my food. I didn't know about that. We found out about that later. Okay. I think when you did do it, did had we known about that or did you have the same situation where the salt, I can't remember.
1: Uh, when I switched over to, to keto. But no. Had you, I, had
0: you known about it yet? We didn't know that information yet, eh? No, 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 no. So you, but had, like, did well, you have to. in my
1: case, no. But in my case, but you tell me my temper was like different i'd say yeah but i was but but my route was like um, my road was different like oh that's I, you I went slowly really, took things like, out. yeah I, I slowly took things out i started with like all the dessert and all the the sugary stuff, stuff and then the rice and then like the rice and the pasta at the same time and then the bread because like bread it was, was my, uh, my my last thing i was clinging on to but um okay further down the conversation uh i think you you replied to marta to to add a little bit more salt and fat during the first week so her question is when you say eat more salt can you explain to me uh that to me if you don't mind and what types of fat when you say eat more during the first week
0: okay so we, we already so, talked about the salt. the salt yeah um the interesting thing about fat so well,
1: we I we talked about salt but like as what, a replacement as a replacement but where like where do you add it to like if if you you oh, want to replace you know it what? but like honestly anything yeah like is it what do you like because, Like, what do you like but i do like on, on my tomato but i do eat tomatoes like in a reasonable amount so sprinkle on my tomato and on my tomatoes mm-hmm. in the salad uh you can add Pr- it to your coffee like personally uh, i was just gonna say personally i add mine to my coffee um avocados which is interesting i'll
0: just a little a little more? side note when i was a little kid i used to see my grandfather adding salt mm-hmm. to his coffee yeah when i was a little kid and so like when i started to figure out like i was trying to figure out where am i going to add my salt to because i realized i wasn't getting enough that i remembered Mm -hmm. that and i and you know what it tastes great (laughs) (laughs) so now i understand why he used to do it it actually tastes really good but yeah i add salt to my coffee i add salt obviously to my avocado and i salt any meat that i'm Mm -hmm. eating so the places you can add salt are rather obvious they're Mm -hmm. just regular places that you would normally add salt the type of salt can be important um you want to at least look for the cleanest possible salt that you can get. So I'm saying the cleanest possible salt. Every country and mm-hmm. every province or state, mm-hmm. or where like wherever you happen to live, has different salt available. What I'm gonna say, because I'm not gonna say one particular salt versus another. What I'm gonna say is, do your investigation and choose the salt that doesn't that has the least amount of extra garbage in it. So no plastics mm-hmm. or like poor quality minerals or like you want to go for a salt that has good quality minerals and a a, a good amount of salt so um, sodium Sodium. in it right so it's it's that and the interesting thing about salt also is that some places add iodine yeah that's
1: what
0: and you know uh, what
1: (laughs) what about the table salt basically
0: so it depends on where where your table salt is coming from if uh, it's coming from a mine because mines were put there thousands of years ago so if they're Mm. inside the the earth that's from thousands of years ago they don't have contact with our ocean because so our current ocean has so much plastic floating around and we've been all warned about bpas Mm. and and there's other types of bp blah 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 so BPS's, and so it's not just one Mm. companies will say oh there's no bpa but then there's the other ones that are just as harmful to us so it's about finding a quality salt that's coming mm-hmm. from a mine rather than the ocean or okay. the sea or the you know like so if you have on your continent a salt mine, you're probably better off to get mm-hmm. your salt from there and so the thing about iodine, just to add to that is that iodine is added to salt uh your ability to use it is not so but why iodine being... is. Yeah. Added to salt, but then it, it can evaporate out of salt, apparently. And this is something okay. I recently learned. So, so why
1: would they, why, why actually? We need are iodine they, in our, uh,
0: in our bodies. Oh yeah. We, yeah, but we, the companies are adding iodine because? Because we need it. Yes. Yeah. And so, but okay. basically like years ago, we were okay. not getting enough and it was a problem. They started adding it to salt. Salt, okay. Um, oh. But the problem now is that salt sits on shelves for so long before it gets to us that okay. you don't have the concentration that you used to have. So the better thing for you to do is to eat eggs, to eat fish. You're going to have more salt. Sorry, you're going to have more iodine access than
1: if you Okay. than if you
0: eat okay. the salt. Okay. Fat? Second
1: part of the question. Yeah, what what types of fat when you say eat more during the first week? Okay, so, so I mean the obvious fatty answer, cuts, yeah, yeah, fatty cuts of meats. So yes. instead of your lean your 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 uh, lean ground beef or lean ground pork, just go with the medium medium fat like medium uh, yeah um, what's
0: so that's one that's one, right? that's one yeah. direction so i, I and i so. think that for the the majority of us because we are doing regular store meats
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's where we're going to get our fat from now it doesn't mean that that's the only place you can get your fat from so it depends on what you want to do so let me just like preface okay. this by saying it depends what you want to do if i buy a cut of meat that typically would have a lot of fat on it and it's lean Chances are that that was a grass-fed animal, right? So okay. grass-fed animals tend to have less fat on them.
1: Okay.
0: In those cases, then adding fat to that meat will be important, mm. but the fat that's actually on it is better quality. Mm. So we're always trying to do that balance between grain-fed animals. Your grain is what we're trying to avoid. So grain-fed animals are eating grain, so the fat is grain-based. So whatever they eat is what we eat. Mm-hmm. So if you can do better quality grass-fed and then re-add the fat, then you're talking about using grass-fed butter on it or using coconut oh, oil, different. avocado oil, or whatever to just you know add it back if you're going to cook it and then pour some olive oil on top of it. Mm. Don't cook the olive oil, but put it on yeah. top of it. So there's different ways that you can add mm. fat back. If you'd go for the leaner cuts of grocery store meats because those ones tend to be grain fed Mm -hmm. and then add the fat back, right? So the important thing is, but you know what, again, if you're just starting eating a fatty cut of meat from the grocery store is better than nothing, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're always looking at what was I doing five minutes ago and what I'm doing today, Mm -hmm. but it's as you move forward and you level up, then it's like kind of important to, to look at like what's happening. Mm -hmm. So if you have access that's the other thing that's kind of cool most people don't realize that if you have access to a farm and you buy directly sometimes the meat not even yeah. sometimes a lot of the time the meat is much more economic than buying it from the grocery store okay. so that's yeah. another thing is like look yeah, yeah. around you and see if the farms mm. around you actually sell directly to the public because again yeah. if they cut out the middleman they make more yeah, money yeah,
1: yeah if we go through our own sources of fat like on a day like on a daily basis uh, avocados that's for sure so yeah. avocados are a good choice, a good fatty choice, fatty and healthy choice. Uh, the dressing in our salad. So we do, we do like a good Caesar dressing. Yeah. Uh, if you make it yourself, then yeah. you can
0: control the fat that you put in, and it's easy to make. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah. it's a really easy to make. So
1: you can control the fat. You can use yeah. avocado. You can use olive. If you don't like uh, Caesar dressing, then just like olive oil with a tiny bit of uh, vinegar, balsamic vinegar. Uh, with spices that's that's pretty good Uh, i know costco has um, an avocado dressing avocado lime dressing that's not too carby actually it's very and it tastes good i do like it sometimes on my salad what kind of oil do they use in there Um, i don't remember avocado uh, i don't remember avocado avocado oil i think but i'm not sure 100 percent uh you have to read your labels
0: and make sure that the oil in your salad dressing is a good quality oil like because taking the carbohydrates out is part of the story the other thing that makes keto very healthy is that you're using good quality oils because poor quality oils also cause inflammation so just to say that out loud
1: i saw a video like uh, the other day i think it was a youtube video how to make your perfect eggs or like it was like a 90 something ways to cook eggs but like the 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 way they did scramble eggs towards the end of your cooking you had a little bit of butter and i tried that the other day it was delicious like it was really 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 good it changed completely the taste of uh, of eggs like uh, in a good way so, so that, uh, we we're talking about cream cheese. Uh, I think one of, of our viewers like talked about cream cheese. Uh, that could be a good, uh, a, good, good uh, a good source of fat, uh, cheese in general, like, uh, like just choose like the less carby cheese. All so right. they're good. Yeah. The important thing,
0: coffee? the important thing is, yeah, yeah. the important thing is to make sure that we understand in the question, it was in the first week. Yeah because we're only adding a little extra fat in the first week to get us through that process of mm. becoming, allowing our body to adapt to ketogenic lifestyle. After the first week, we don't need to add extra fat because yeah. right, it's coming from here. So Martha, that was a very interesting comment. I'm really happy that we were able to, to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's made it this far Thank you, my wellness warriors. I know you're here. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. I make these videos with Patrick every week, and I also have my own video that I put up once a week mm-hmm. um, on Mondays. And Patreon? For those people who would like mm-hmm. to be able to see more of these videos happening, I suggest going to my Patreon account. There's some perks there, and it also gives you an opportunity to contribute to the production of videos. You can see my Patreon at slash Violet Rivera. I want to thank you so much for joining us on Mind Blowing mm-hmm. Health and Wellness with Violet Pat Chat Edition. Can't wait to talk to you guys in the next video.
1: See you next time.